everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And Kim, are you ready to unload your blue balls? (laughs) Can we stop, like, spreading the rumor that blue balls are an actual thing? This is not a thing. Okay, you have no authority to speak on this subject, Kim. That's true. I don't. I don't. I just the like the theme of this episode is whiny baby boys. I mean like Clayton with the thinking his fiance is unclean because she touched a stripper and then there's like Rob and then Sam with the blue balls. It's like guys, stop whining. To be fair, Chitra said, "Are you ready to unload your blue balls?" <laughs> <laughs> That's but- true. She did start it. <laughs> She's Chitra's cool. Uh, I, I don't think blue balls in terms of like in the literal sense is real. And it's certainly not some kind of bucket that will overflow or something <laughs> like bust. No, but it definitely will impact your behavior as mm-hmm. a young man without okay. a doubt. Look, all I know is that they didn't play the Chitra butt music, and I'm yeah. disappointed. Yeah. But hopefully we'll hear it again. Uh, another theme of this episode, I'm so sad my family's not here for my wedding. Both Jasmine and Manuel. Felt bad for Manuel. Poor guy. I did, and, and I just watching the previous episode that um, I wasn't here for, that was really emotional watching him on the boat saying that he misses his kids and i think uh the last episode i was on i talked about that for some reason i've been in the same spot drunk and emotional on a boat and i can't explain why <laughs> boats tend to bring it out of you i the man is yeah. happiest near a body of water though so it was surprising. he was like happy drunk but also sad drunk at the same time i mean how much fun was manuel having on that boat I don't know because I kind of skipped around. (laughs) (laughs) You know why else like this episode this week was so good? Nikki and Igor not on the episode. Not to be seen. Yeah. 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 I also love that Um, Gino is like picking his wedding venue based on the choice of like what fedora he can wear to match the ambiance. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I want to just thank you and all of our awesome friends in the podcast community for stepping up big time over the last couple weeks when I've been out. Um, If you are not a Patreon subscriber and I'm not, I honestly haven't listened to the last couple episodes that you've done, Kim, I'm sorry, but if you're not a Patreon subscriber and I don't know if you've mentioned this, but my mother passed away a couple weeks ago and that's the reason that I was out. So I really appreciate everyone's patience um, it's been hard. It's been a lot harder than, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what to compare it to obviously, but it was, I guess it's harder than I just thought because, you know, she's been sick for a long time. So, um, ready to, I mean, I, I had a hard time getting through the episode, not because it was bad, but just because it felt, <laughs> it felt like just kind of like soul crushingly pointless if I'm being perfectly honest. But yeah. I will say even though it took me like seven hours to watch this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, it felt like seven hours, let's just say. Um, (laughs) I'm so glad to be back hanging out with you and this is going to be a great distraction and I'm excited to get silly for sure. Yeah. Oh, we have lots of dumb stuff to talk about. So, Oh yeah. Distraction is my goal for the next couple of hours. <laughs> I'm ready to learn things about America. I've I've been told oh, that there's America learning to be had. If you if you are not a Patreon subscriber, we have a new segment on Patreon called Kim and Kyle Learn America. Since we get so much shit for not knowing anything about the South, and today I'm going to teach Kyle about Ohio. I'm so excited. I'm so prepared. I've been preparing Kim and Kyle, for two weeks. Monetizing ignorance since 2018. <laughs> Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Let's let's talk Clayton and Annalie. I fucking hate Clayton. I hate him so I know. much. He's awful. Like, he seriously think like what made you more angry just the general misogyny of the whole way he's approaching the stripper situation with Annalie or the fact that he thinks he can lose 10 kilos in three (laughs) minutes of doing squats (laughs) if if I could lose 10 kilos in one day uh, I would be more ripped than Patrick Swayze in tights um I he doesn't understand how this works yeah I the uh you know, I, I I am not, I mean, so you feel like it's just rote misogyny. I kind of felt more like this was a deep, deep insecurity, um, with like possessiveness. Uh, and yeah, I kind of wondered, like he, he's so clearly now transitioned into incel behavior a part of me does wonder if he has this like disgusting kind of andrew tate view of women being like tainted or this absolutely disgusting concept of they they would call they say like mileage which is so fucking revolting yeah or and another another is like body count is just like so fucking disgusting that's the way that these guys that's the way that these misogynists youtubers and instagrammers talk and i wonder if he kind of that i ever heard that yeah i wonder (laughs) if he kind of buys into that kind of red pill mentality where if you have this big cock in your face you're you know forever unclean you know what i mean that's actually what i have in my notes is like she he thinks that she's a slut because she had a stripper dong in her face and she's dirty now like that that's kind of was my takeaway from this it, episode that i mean that could certainly now that we know how gross he is uh from his actions on the show and social media i wouldn't put it past him the way that i was reading it while i was watching was more to do with like deep insecurity I he mean, he literally even, th- he says like oh i you you're gonna want leave to me like what the fuck are you talking about he doesn't even know this guy's name he pretended he was immigration <laughs> that's fucking hilarious by it the way so funny I and, know. and also the fact that she told him that thinking that it was funny <laughs> it made me like her a lot that she told him that like trying to diffuse the situation you know i laughed really hard when she said i thought he was immigration <laughs> I know he was dressed like a cop and this is this is what's so frustrating how can you blame Annalie she was a participant willing or unwilling I mean look she showed up to a bachelorette party that his sister threw for her she doesn't know anyone it was very gracious of of Clayton's sister to put together any sort of celebration for her. She shows up in a party bus that drives around for 30 minutes. What's she supposed to do? Hop out of the window of the bus? Tell Brandy, like, I am really unhappy. Like she can't even communicate with your sister, bro. I mean, like, what is she supposed to do? Didn't we have someone on, wasn't it like um, you, me and my ex where that literally happened where there was a stripper, coming to uh, there was some yes, kind of incident it was, it was the guy god i can 
it was the guy that was with, they had a tiny baby and yeah and he he's bisexual and, and his boyfriend yeah. like got a stripper and then the guy freaked the fuck out and it's like how dare you i can't and he basically jumped out the window he and did. got into a huge did. fight because his buddy got him a stripper um and then that's his the buddy proceeded I, to really enjoy that stripper yeah, that's the only time I can remember that happening. Because to your point, I mean, you're absolutely correct. The only thing she could have done was get up, demand that the driver stop the bus, and get out in the middle of the suburbs and just figure out and how to how get back get home. with no yeah. money and she can't speak English. Yeah, Clayton, like, what do you... It's so irritating. I just... I don't understand the perspective of like the ear of like the angry partner. Like Alexi did this to Lauren too. He was so mad. And I'm like, she didn't, I mean, this was years ago, but it's like, dude, Lauren didn't plan this bachelorette party. Her sister took her to the strip club. What's she supposed to do? Be ungracious. I mean, I guess Lauren had a little bit more power in that she could have left. She could have called her mom to pick her up, but just makes you look like a dick, you know? I mean, somebody's planning your party. You just go. You have a good time. I mean, I understand Annalie's frustration and that. And this kind of makes me understand maybe the dad thing a little bit more, too, is that Clayton seems to dwell on something that has made him unhappy and ask the same questions over and over and over and over again. Perseverates, Yeah. And I, I just don't know that I could deal with that. I mean, he's like, we need to, okay, I have more questions. She's like, dude, we've already gone over it. I got in the party bus. I didn't even really touch the guy. He, I didn't dance with him. He just like swung his dong in my face for 30 minutes. And then I was home. I, mean, I, I went what back and watched that. She had a good time. She was, I, I kept hoping good. that. Uh, no, I, no, I, she should have. I, I kept hoping that he was. He was going to like look at her photo roll and see the videos that she took. <laughs> I mean, you saw this segment. I wonder if they're fighting after this air. Well, not but... at the time, but I do. Okay. Like I can't remember. Are we spoiled on, on them? I can't yeah, remember. We are. We are. Okay. Fuck. God. I really hoped that they didn't get married because after well, the preview, this, this last scene of this episode was riveting too and it was i wish i weren't spoiled because it, it would have been more riveting i i wanted her to leave and go home so bad you know yeah and the previews um, it's like damn yes it's, get out of there yeah get i would love like look you know what would have been even a better storyline if she had run off with the stripper can we have one of these people run off with the stripper that would be great it would be so funny and ridiculous that's a lockup plot that, right there. I was just about to say that's something that happens <laughs> on Love After Lockup, though. Yeah. Um, I just, this is, this is the, I, I love how she threw Brandy under the bus. She's like, I kept telling the stripper to get away from me and dance with Brandy. And honestly, Brandy was enjoying it. She was having a great time. I, one of the things that cracked me up is that he calls Brandy and then he blames, he blames Brandy for Annalie running off yeah. when he just screamed at her for 10 minutes about the betrayal. And then it's, it's her, it's Brandy's fault that she's crying right now, Kim. It's so frustrating when he says, well, the stripper ordeal is real is making Annalie leave. And, and Brandy's response is Why? <laughs> She's <laughs> like, why? I'm, like, I'm the victim. I'm the victim here. Clayton, I think she's leaving because you would not stop asking her questions about the stripper and you were losing your mind about it. I, I love that she says, shut up and give her a hug, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And he tries to do that. Like, in the Annalie's like pacing, trying to figure out what she should do. Clayton takes Brandy's advice, kind of, and, like gives her a hug. Do you still love me? Fuck and, you. And then he launches straight into, I need to know more details. And she's like, I can't, dude, I can't. 
I, I, I kind of wish that she just looked at the producers and said, okay, run the tape. Can we yeah. just get this over with? Run the tape. We film the whole thing, sit here yeah. and watch it. Like, what details do you want? Do you think Annalise seriously, like, had sex with a stripper on a party bus? If I put myself in a place where I'm mad about this, I guess the only thing I'd want to know is, like, did you grab his schlong? No? Then, okay. You know? Fucking whatever. Yeah. Like, did have he, you like, ever shove been in a strip it? club? Were you, like, assaulted with his penis? And did you grab it or... You know, tug it around or something. Like, I don't know. Uh, after was, that, like, who fucking cares? That dong was in her face. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Like, but like, definitely smacked not, her in the face. I mean, not in her face, <laughs> like literally, but yes. It was like really like maybe two centimeters from her face. <laughs> <laughs> it was really close. <laughs> I've never had a stripper dong that close to my face. I have to well, say, you, but it was you, so funny. You haven't lived Kim. Clearly, clearly I haven't. Uh, my Clayton actually said, I wrote it down. My fiance wants someone else. I'm really upset. <laughs> and this is like, my husband always makes fun of people that are upset that they're like at bachelor, bachelorette parties that their partner is like, a stripper's there and the partner gets really mad. My husband thinks this is hysterical and he's always saying, what do they think is going to happen? They're going to run off and like marry the stripper. I'm like, I guess like that's literally read, what Alexi thought. I don't know. I've read some gnarly stories on Reddit about really? bachelor. Yeah. Bachelorette party stripper orgies, but, and I, we, I know it happens for sure, but really, Oh yeah. I maybe I'm super naive. I know this shit definitely happens, but if it happens and you find out about it, like you dodged a bullet. So why why be so scared of it? Yeah, I yeah. I don't even know what to say about that because I just like assumed it. It was like stripper, shake, 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 dance, 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 laugh, laugh, laugh. Okay, done. But you're saying that this can actually get dark. Well, it's it's possible. I, I can't say how often it happens, except in Ohio, you know. Just stop. <laughs> uh, okay, we're moving on. We're moving I on, Kyle. Want, I don't want some stripper breaking us apart. I didn't work this hard for two years. It's not an option. He actually says, I didn't pay this much money to get her here. <laughs> like, he's only upset that he got through this visa process and paid the money. And now she had stripper dog in her face. Can't move forward. Pretty cool. I hate this guy. Speaking of super cool dudes. Oh, I hate Rob, too. Kyle, we just, I have to list as a precursor to talking about Rob and Sophie, the Facebook posts that I wish they would have shown these on the screen. Like they show the text messages. Sometimes these are the, like what first off is Rob a 45 year old housewife who is posting on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Just, it sounds like the things he was posting were more analogous to tweets, but he's doing them on Facebook. That's fucking we, we amazing. Have your Stanley cup in various colors. And you're just like live streaming on Facebook. Who does this? I've always had myself, so I'll be good alone. When she buys a meal one time and acts like she takes care of you. How do I sleep at night knowing she thinks I lie? And then something about like acting emotionally intelligent to someone who is not emotionally intelligent. I'm like, Rob, I, I would have run. I would have read one of these and been like, my vagina is too dry to ever have sex with you again. Over. Game over. I, I tell you, uh, this is what people did on Facebook it, circa 2007, maybe? Yes. Yeah. When we were in our early 20s at maximum. Maximum. I mean, Sophie is in her early 20s. She's 23. 
but yeah rob like it's 2023 and rob is 30 it's just fucking wild he he doesn't deny posting any of the things that she states his comeback you you don't have to look at my social media and then in the same breath in his ITM is like, well, I thought maybe I could get across to her in a different way if she wasn't going to listen to me face to face. I'm like, which is it, Rob? You didn't want her to look at the Facebook or you wanted her to look at it and you thought you were getting across to her in a different way. Can't be both. Can't be both, Rob. This concept of I need you to have my back is a a really just bastardized version of I need you to be ride or die that misses yeah. the whole point. Uh, because what he wanted her to have his back on was first of all, stupid. And second, she's like, it's like he wanted her to have his back in an argument that he was having with her. Yeah, and her mom like it doesn't make any sense and it's um she feels the same things about the apartment that his that her mom does so he's essentially asking her to lie and quash her feelings in order to have the appearance of loyalty to external parties and yeah I find that super strange. Super strange. He just wants something to like complain about and pin on her, right? It sounds like he literally just wants to be like, he just wants to be upset about something and be, you know, making her the bad guy constantly. Well, he he loves bringing her down to his level. Yeah. Right. He he just cannot handle uh that her life has gone in roughly the direction that she hoped it would broadly that she's financially independent and that she's happy and he just can't have that. I think that that's, he, he's so insecure. I just think that that's th- that I, that concept is threatening to him. He I has to constantly frustrated. go after her. Yeah. I get frustrated with Sophie too, though, even though like, again, it's really hard. It's easier for me to forgive Sophie's behavior because she's so young and, and impressionable, but she's so desperate for Rob's approval. Like she talks such a big game with her mom and her, you know, or she's, we see her with her friends too. She's like, I just don't know if I can marry him. I'm 50, 50. But as soon as she sees him, she's like, did you miss me? How are you? What's it's so sad to watch, you know, it's gotta be, it's gotta be dad issues, right? He says stuff like, I was left out to dry. It's it's got to be dad issues, right? That you know, Papa was yeah. a rolling stone, approval seeking. Yeah, it's, like she, you're right. She talks a good game with mom, and then just wilts with him for the most part. She she finally gets really upset with him, but um, she makes excuses for him too, though. I know. She, no, no, absolutely. She's like, um, well, I don't want him to feel alone. I don't want him to feel like we were coming after him. It's like, dude, like you say, I mean, she does correctly identify it eventually, too. She's like, you know, I, you sit here and, like, the only way that we resolve a fight is that I have to apologize. Right. That's he can't. So frustrating. It's, um who gets the last word type thing. He won't apologize until she has apologized so that he can still feel like he won the argument. I think Mm -hmm. it's, it's about winning for him. It's not about making progress in the relationship. And he never admits any wrongdoing. He, he, he will never apologize first. It seems like he kind of panics when he sees how upset she gets. And he's like, okay, okay, I'm, I am sorry. I am sorry that I did X, Y, Z. But he's just never going to, he's never going to admit he's wrong without her getting super, super upset. And that's just so disappointing. I, I don't understand to, how they make up. They always make up and I don't understand how it happens. I know. I, I totally agree. For him to assert 
in that Facebook post that he is more emotionally intelligent than she is, is probably the stupidest thing he's ever said. And he said it publicly on social media to all of his friends and presumably some of hers. So stupid. I wish somebody would have screen grabbed these from his social media and posted them. I mean, maybe they will after, you know, he probably deleted them. So, yeah. Ugh. So he's so irritating. I Maddie brought up, you know, like in last week's episode, how Rob was like, oh, you know, they get in a fight and he sends her these weird text messages like of a fancy car saying this is our future. And I was like, what? Is that a flex? Like, what's happening here? And Maddie brought up the um, concept of future faking and that this is something narcissists do to say to their partner, like, oh, you know, this is what our future looks like. But they actually have no avenue to get there and achieve it. And I thought that was really interesting. Well, (laughs) welcome back home to the house you hate. Yeah, who is who would like this house, Rob? You've got a shared bathroom outside. You basically you have an outhouse. And it this is a horrible place. It sucks. Nobody wants to live here. I'm sorry. You know what the maybe the thing that I hate most about Rob and Clayton is their their constant constant self-victimization. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And on that note, let's, let's move on to Sam and Citra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Um, this this is like wholesome. It's heartwarming, except you know for his mom, who's a bigoted idiot. But I honestly ev- forgot there was even like a mom storyline. <laughs> yeah, this is this is nice. I really, really, really love the idea that someone can be very publicly on TV, calling themselves an atheist for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then just slip in, I'm an atheist because I believe the gods are outside our solar system because of the pyramids. What <laughs> in the actual fuck are you talking about? You're I not love an Alien atheist. Dad. You're not an Alien atheist Dad. then. That's fucking amazing. I fucking Alien love it. Alien Dad needs to be on Pillow Talk. I oh love this God. man. I love his, he's wearing sunglasses the whole time in the mosque. He definitely doesn't believe in this, but he does. He just says, he's like, I find most religions pretty fascinating. Like what a yeah. great mindset. You know, hacking a, a butt attitude. in the, hacking a butt in the parking lot before you go into the mosque, you know, fucking talking about the only thing, look, it was funny, but it is very unfortunate that one attributes pyramids to aliens and or uh, extra solar deities because that's like, like it's funny, but that is an inherently super racist thing to say. Uh, and well, I can't support it? that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. the It's basically like the idea that ancient people's, from other cultures that aren't white are like incapable of constructing these monoliths. Right. I didn't even think about it that way. I was just, that's what all these keeping it it light and thinking alien dads stoned. (laughs) Yeah. You'll notice that no, no one ever like pontificates on whether aliens made Mount Rushmore or big Ben or any other thing in a fucking white person country, right? I fair point. Those are slightly more recent. I understand, I but even like 
even like ancient ancient wonders of the world the colossus of Rhodes, like aliens didn't drop that off right it's just the pyramids and yeah. you know the ziggurats of mexico and you know the nazca lines uh basically if you're brown it must have been aliens because these people are too stupid can we agree that there, alien was a whole dad- fucking, there was a whole fucking episode of ancient aliens about how the Incan civilizations could have possibly have built this wall because the stones are too well cut. It must have been aliens. Fuck you. Uh, we're learning things on 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Can we agree that alien dad is stoned and that's why he's wearing sunglasses? He's gotta be fucking baked to oblivion. There's no, like, there's no gods except outside of our soul. How does that make any sense? I don't know, Kyle. This guy is, he's just so crazy. I, I love, every time Alien Dad's on the screen, I lose my shit and I laugh. I think if he, he's hilarious. If, if he's behaving this way just to troll his ex-wife, I'm all about it, though. Just oh, say the most totally. outlandish shit because she is clearly ten times worse. I don't try. I know I don't try to convert anyone, but I'll just completely cut you out of my life if you don't believe the same things I do. Right. Eat shit. I, do we know where Chitra's mom is? Uh, that must have been an episode one thing. I don't think she's alive. Okay, because the dad. It was, it was, I, I did like, I am curious. Maddie thinks that Chetra's trying to escape from her dad, basically. Dad's so more I, than I willing to deposit them into all of his kids, clearly, into very strange situations. So he's, uh, I kind of feel like he's trying to get rid of them. Yeah, might be that too. I again, like it's so disappointing to see your dad sit down and have a super hard ass conversation with Sam or act like he's going to. And basically it is, are you gonna waste my kid's life? Sam says, No, sir. And he's like, Okay, you can have her. Let's marry her off in the next five minutes. Like, dude, it's so easy every time. Just give be me grandbabies. Yeah. Try not to go to jail or anything, you know what I'm saying? It's his his yeah. his demand his demands are his demands are pretty much like be be Muslim. Don't don't <laughs> do drugs. Yeah. Don't do illegal drugs. Illegal drugs. Illegal drugs. When I lived in California, I didn't do illegal drugs. You know? <laughs> It's great. Um, I, di- I did. Yeah. Did you laugh when he was like, this was a great father son moment. Sam says this. He's like, I've never had anything like it. I'm like, alien dad's <laughs> right there, dude. He seems pretty yeah, involved in your life. But I still, I still believe that that's true though. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is like very earnest with her dad. And he's like, you know, I'm going to take care of her, man. And he does. I have to admit, like, he says he's nervous in the mosque, like doing the converting to Muslim. And I I agree. It's kind of nerve wracking to go in front of the whole congregation and, you know, state your belief and try to repeat these words. And he says he has stage fright. Like, it. there's a lot of people there. I mean, if you're if you're even remotely sincere about the words that you're saying it's pretty weighty it's yeah, a pretty it like is. cosmically serious moment that you know if I, if i did if i did that and i believed it it would be one of the most pivotal moments of my entire life you know mm-hmm. yeah as it should be i mean if you're taking it seriously yeah um he he I think Sam like makes some sort of comment to the dad, like, I want to be like you and Chitra's mom. Smart. And yeah, which was a smart thing for I mean, hopefully it was an earnest thing that he said, but it made me wonder like where I I don't remember the discussion about where she went. But I have no idea if she's just doesn't is like not interested in being on camera or has like literally been dead for twenty years. I have no fucking yeah. idea. Yeah. I know. I don't remember if they talked about it, but 
you know, it it was Sam, you know, follows Trisha's dad through the voodoo ceremony. Um, Until he touches a dirty, dirty woman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's like, we're going to have to do it all over again now. Uh, uh, but, I, I mean, overall, I don't have a ton to say about this conversion ceremony. Sam seems to be doing this in earnest. He pronounces his new faith. He's He has stage fright. It does look scary to be performing in front of all these people. And then they're married. They do the the wedding ceremony and, and done so. So by all ma- you know accounts that actually matter, he can blow loads right now, right? I think so. Yeah. God will not be upset. They still have to get married in, you know, Legally. the eyes of the most important thing you know good old america yeah way more important uh but i i wonder if all this drama about finding someone to marry them is just kind of contrived that's i I feel like it's one of those things that's going to go away in 10 seconds after they try to make it seem like this is an emergency like you could literally go to the courthouse and just knock this out if you're that worried I know. I have the same thing about Ashley and Manuel, which we'll talk about next. But totally, like really, like we can. I guess in some places you have to make, you have to make an appointment at the courthouse. But it seems like pretty low stakes. In Ashley's case, I I get it a little bit more because it is a destination wedding. People bought their plane tickets. I understand Mm -hmm. that anxiety. Yeah, me too. But this, I, I don't know. It, it seems like, I mean, we'll we'll talk about the next time on. We'll get there. Let's let's talk about Ashley Emanuel first, and then we'll we'll come back to what's happening next week. But can anyone get married on a public beach? Like talking about Ashley Emanuel, because they're in Florida. They're I think they're in West Palm Beach, Florida. Things I, you know. I could be just, I could be wrong, but I think you need a permit. But That's what I would think. Maybe I mean, not just everywhere. Walking I don't along know. the beach, you're like, "We'll just get married right here." I'm like, "Really?" I so if you have maybe if you just have four or five people and friends, you just show up. What's any, what's someone gonna do? Someone gonna call the cops that you got five That's people true. standing on a beach for ten minutes? You certainly. Uh, I I don't know. In California, you definitely can't like block off a beach because right. they're all public property. They are all public. Yeah, but I don't think you can also have a gathering of more than a certain number of people. Right. If you yeah, if you're gonna have 200 period. people on a public beach, you got to permit that shit. Yeah. Now it sounds like I mean she's got what? How many friends are in that Airbnb? Maybe five. And I think like her mom and her sister. I mean, how many people are we talking about for this wedding total? Is probably maybe twenty dozen, dozen yeah. to twenty. Yeah. I mean, how many people were on that boat? Maybe uh, eight I, total. Yeah. I think it's like six friends and then Ashley and Manuel. But anyway, yeah, I think a solid baker's dozen. Um, and it it just seems like this is just poor planning all around. Why is she the had officiant? a wedding planner? <laughs> and it's the wedding planner that's calling. Like, if you're getting married outside, you are going to sit here and tell me that you're not watching the weather like a hawk. Well, not just that. I mean, it's Ashley makes it sound like it never occurred to her that it might have there might be weather in Florida in the late summer. Never thought about this. And then that's one thing like that's kind of silly, but okay, like fine. I'm not Floridian. But then she hired a whole ass wedding planner that apparently didn't tell her either. I'm like, dude, the wedding planner's calling her the night before and she's just blown away that there's a tropical storm headed her way. How Come are you not going to tell someone like four days in advance? Like, I think you typically, although there was that kind of freak storm that hit Mexico with oh. literally hours notice. But yeah, you're right. I feel like you got, for the most part, you're going to know a couple days out. 
usually it's big news that a hurricane's a brewing, and this is the name of it, and it's coming this way, and these are the trajectories we think that it could take. Does anyone in Florida even like blink at a tropical storm, though? I don't know. Maybe that's a segment for Kim and Kyle or in America. Yeah. Tropical Flor- Florida people is a tropical tropical. You used to be like tropical storms ain't shit. I'm not even going to fucking go to the grocery store for a dumbass tropical storm. I'm, yeah. You know, like I'm not, when you I'm start not e- boarding up, when you start boarding up your windows, you know, category 17 before I give a shit. I don't know. Categories of hurricanes. Well, okay. I know about that. Oh, I don't. How would you know about that? I read. Okay. Well, that's silly. <laughs> Stop doing that. Ashley's mom, or sorry, Ashley. Manuel's mom has met Ashley before. Prove me wrong. She's calling her like, oh, my sweet daughter, like Nuera Querida. I mean, you know, beloved daughter-in-law. This woman has met Ashley. At least on <laughs> Zoom. Or FaceTime. Well, well, yeah, they they did FaceTime uh, early on when he arrived. Um, yeah, but she, the whole storyline has been, I never, I don't have any contact with his family. Right. I don't have a relationship with his family. I'm like, I don't know. You and his mom seem awful cozy, which I is a great thing. But. I mean, Nuera Carida, like, you don't say that to somebody you met once on a FaceTime for two minutes. I wonder if she's just super sweet and grateful that he's finally, like, getting the fuck out of here and is is presumably going to become successful, productive American and support the family. I don't know. He was productive in Ecuador. He was supporting the whole family. He was working his ass off. He probably I, won't have to work nearly as hard to get the same amount of money once he's in the workforce, though. I guess. I I don't know. He's going to have to work hard because that's what we do in this country. But dollar for dollar, he's going to make more here for sure. Oh, I, I agree with that. It's just I don't think anybody is actually acknowledging the fact that it's going to be a year and a half before he can work. Yeah. Certainly not Ashley. <laughs> she, no. She doesn't know. I I this was really sad. Mom's crying. She's like, I can't be at the wedding. I never imagined yeah. I wouldn't be at your wedding. Um, and Ashley's trying to be really like, by the way, have we ever seen a conversation between the American partner and somebody's like family back in their home country in their in their native language? Because I Ashley, I thought it was like, damn, she's like really getting down with the Spanish and talking to his mom here. I don't think we've ever seen this. My notes about this scene were calling mom to make sure he knows she cares about his family. It's a sweet call. Nothing happens. Yeah, that's pretty much it. it. I just like, can't their officiant just like go to the Airbnb and sign the marriage license? Right. This is a non-issue. I'm just calling it their bluff. I think it's kind of bullshit. Yeah. When she says... She has no plan B. My whole world will implode tomorrow. I could understand being really upset that something you planned and people spent money and feeling anxiety about that for sure. But you can get married still. If he's not going to get fucking deported, storm, dude. Yeah, he's not getting deported. If there's a legit tropical storm approaching the reason, the re, the reason, the region. Their planes, their planes aren't going to land anyway. Can you right. land a plane when a hurricane's coming through? I would assume no. I'm going to guess no. But again, this is something I am noting to research for later. Hurricanes. Not Florida. Plane. Polish father-in-law. Okay. That would be great. Please yeah. ask him. Would love to know his thoughts. Uh, the next time on was pretty, pretty intense, pretty intense. Is this the finale or the penultimate episode? Perhaps it feels like that's coming. We haven't seen any actual weddings yet. So there's gotta be at least two more. I think it's 17 and 18 and then tell all I'm calling it now that lines up with, we know that HEA starts on March 17th. So 
you know, we're about six weeks out. Um, <sighs> I wish I wasn't spoiled on Clayton and Annalie because this genuinely looks enthralling, perplexing. Annalie just looks like she doesn't show up at the wedding. Which God, honestly, could, it could happen. It could happen. <laughs> I really hope that she doesn't. And then the last episode, they just go to the courthouse or something. Like that scene where Clayton is just crying in an empty room of chairs. With and a t-shirt. <laughs> tries to comfort him. I'm like, this looks legit. But I bet you anything. This is total edit frauding. It's Cam. It's before Clayton gets dressed. Yep. And Cam's trying to get him going and get him dressed before and people show up. Right. It's before the entire ceremony and he's just freaking out because of his fuck up. Yeah. More confusing than ever is this scene with Sophie at the gym with Rob and he's like, your boobs popping out. I'm like, what? What is this happening is, This here? is the Gino Jasmine style post fight boring episode where nothing happens and by the end i'm sure they'll be at each other's throats again i'm so confused about the entire thing um gino and jasmine apparently get married next episode or they're they're at their she's crying she looks great by the way it looks like she's hardly wearing any makeup when she's in that wedding veil i don't know if this is her bachelorette party or this is the wedding but she is really sad because her family can't come I believe this to be genuine. I mean, she's got two kids and either one of them can come to her wedding. It's really sad. Who was she on the phone with? That wasn't her sister. I thought it was her sister. Oh, her sister always struck me as looking like she's 14. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe it was the right. way the FaceTime was. Who knows? Yeah. And then we see like Sam scrambling to get a wedding officiant last because the sister's dad's like, uh, is that a priest? He's like, oh, no, sir. Scrambling to find another officiant. Like, left. yeah, it's like, shit. Didn't, didn't think about that. Um, and then Nikki and Igor say goodbye. She leaves Moldova. And then we have seen on like other, like this season on where Igor breaks up with her via text. Yes. <laughs> and I'm so just like, stupid. does this happen? Because Igor seems to be really sad her her leaving. Obviously, we know that's not true. But no episode next week, everybody. No episode next week. It is the Super Bowl. So we're going to have it, to wait it, two yeah. weeks to see this. In all seriousness, we will have something. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't yet. know what. <laughs> We'll I don't know what out. we're going to be talking about, but I guess we'll talk. We'll figure something out for next week. But it, it's the Super Bowl next week. There's no 90 day episode, so in two weeks' time, maybe we will have the final episode or the penultimate episode or God knows what. But we're not going to learn anything for at least two weeks. Absolutely. Well, I definitely don't learn anything. Just generally watching this show or, or any, any, any related, uh, activity. Um, but, uh, with all that said, Kim last, I'll, I want to get your last thoughts on the episode this week. I liked this episode. I think I, it was, it felt more meaty because there's no Nikki and Igor, which is all just bullshit stuff. Um, I think it, when we get these genuine moments of, Manuel, you know, really showing his sadness. It makes them really feel like a real couple. I think we're going right. to see them on HEA, I suspect. Um, especially with the fact that we saw that they were involved in that TLC party earlier or like late mm. last year. Mm -hmm. I think Sam and Chetra too are like a real, a real couple. They're a real and couple. I just like, I have never wanted anyone to run faster than Annalie. I want Annalie to go home I and I want Sophie to go home. And I 100%. wish that we had more couples on 90 day original recipe that didn't get married because the whole premise of the show is will they or won't they get married after the 90 days, but they always get married every single time, wish, no matter how horrible an idea it is. Sophie needs to go home. And if she doesn't go home here, she's going to get divorced and end up on single life, which I am okay with. That's it. That's not my only thoughts. 
On Tuesday's premium podcast episode, we're going to be doing a lot of catch up. We got single life. We got diaries. We still going to be talking locked up. Prison brides. Oh, yeah, that one. Prison brides. It's great stuff. I am enjoying prison brides. It's because we have not discussed the specific crimes of these people, which are like legit serious violent crimes. But these whip, I watched this week of prison brides with my aunt who's in town and she's just, she's like, what is going on in the show? And it was so fun to watch it with somebody that is just like, has never heard of this is not in this world. Doesn't watch these shows. And she's just sitting there like, what is the show? What are yeah. you watching? And the confusion is great. There will be no 90-day episode until February 18th, Kim. Yeah. Crazy. But we will have something on Super Bowl Sunday. No guarantees what it is. Other than that, (laughs) um, Kim, who are our sponsors this week that we can thank? Thank you to BetterHelp. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring the episode. You can go to BetterHelp.com slash CrayCray to get 10% off your first month. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring. And yeah, we'll be back next week with episode 17. Or sorry, we'll be back in two weeks with episode 17, if you can believe it. And uh, if you can't wait that long, you can go to realitycraycray.com. Sign up for our premium podcast for five bucks. We will have several episodes out in between um, this one and and the the next 90 day. So if you need more content, we're going to have hours more for you over there. We also, you know, we're on Instagram at 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. If you want to go there, go to our link in our bio. It links directly to Patreon, directly to Supercast. And all that stuff's in the show notes, too. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Bye. Boy, thanks for listening to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram and threads at 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Join our community of Cray Crays by subscribing to our premium podcast feed for five bucks, either on Supercast or Patreon by visiting realitycraycray.com. Benefits include three times the podcast content you get now, ad-free, covering all other 90 Day Fiance content, and our listener-requested favorite shows outside 90 Day. Access to our members-only Facebook group with thousands of 90 Day fanatics, our podcast archives with over 600 episodes, all ad-free, and you can listen to all of that on your favorite podcast player. With an optional subscription add-on, you also get access to our long-form documentary podcast, D-Sides, where we cover the latest streaming documentaries. You're almost there, lazy. Go to realitycraycray.com and sign up literally in seconds if you use Apple Pay. All the links I've mentioned are in the show notes. Thanks again and see you next week.